0: Hello everybody, welcome to Nintendo Power Block episode 194 live here on Mixer and Twitch. I'm one of your hosts, Corey Deer alongside me as always is that retro code, Eddie V.
1: May the fourth character be with you.
0: The, f- the, f- the fourth character? Who's the fourth yes. character?
1: Uh, whatever video game that you're playing, that you can pick the four characters.
0: Oh, well, usually the fourth character is like... Eh
1: yeah for us in
0: ninja turtles it's raphael
1: <laughs> it's <fair. laughs> that's a shade that we know that one by
0: heart <laughs> that's you know that's fair I mean look it's only fair because he has the shortest range weapon yes. he's you know clearly the slowest
1: he's the fastest no he's the, the slowest he's the fastest
0: okay. tell the slow you know he's the slowest okay he's the slowest
1: in other words i gotta when i come down i gotta prove you wrong you mean?
0: before before i have corey. it all i have it all on my super nintendo classic here
1: corey you know we're gonna be laughing and not even thinking about that <laughs> you're gonna be like get him get him you know no, you're you
0: gonna got... see the foot clan being thrown to the screen i mean that's fair you're not wrong but uh hi how you doing Ed how's how's your week going i mean we kind of had a short week before recording again uh, we're recording on monday so happy star wars day everybody yay, yay. star wars uh it's monday may 4th uh, as of this recording how's your uh how's your weekend getting into your uh six day work week uh
1: the weekend was a mess uh i i kind of been for mixed today mixed emotions of course hyped the my pop like Just you know waiting for news to come And you know seeing Positivity for some things And um Kind of Kind of a little bit heartbroken about uh, Our video game community Not such as not so much as Boss Rush but You know congratulations to Naughty Dog They uh Neil Druckmann came On and posted that um The Last of Us 2 went golden You know he was thinking uh, the team, and they, even some of the fans who sit there, like, love and support and stuff. Um, and I, I like the fact that he said that no matter what you see, no matter what you read, or whatever, to really understand what is this game about, and everything that got put into it, you gotta play the game. And it was, um, I think VG, I think VG 24 one of the writers, he wrote about, um, Fan hate And it 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 boggles my mind that even with The news that they found uh, Some individuals Who leaked it and they're still Investigating is that People are still mad at Naughty Dog for something That they didn't do And it's, It's sad to see that People are still upset and Still hurt you know I, and I just don't understand why, definitely in this time that we're in, why people would just hate on a company or, you know, get upset about something being leaked. That, you know, you still have to play the game to experience it and stuff. You know, I might have some problem with some Naughty Dog's games, but like I said, they are a talented team of developers. They do make some great games. Some of it some of it story-wise sometimes to me doesn't make sense but i don't fault them for their gameplay or anything like that it's just be some story beats um and it's just it, it, it was just kind of heartbroken to still think that even after what happened people are still there are certain gamers in the community who are still upset and still angry at naughty dog no matter what and it's just like We got to be better than this we got to over we can't be mad at them you know we don't know if they were in crush time you know the game got delayed this is about the third or fourth delay that they had to do to polish stuff up they weren't trying to crush it or anything because guess what the game was ready in February but Mm -hmm. yet they had to push it back for more polish this COVID nineteen happened. They pushed it back indefinitely so they could get some more things worked on. So, you know, it, it's kind of it's just sad that we still have people upset about leaks and stuff. But if it was like a Nintendo leak or it was a Microsoft leak, wouldn't nobody be mad? Yeah. For anything, and it's just like you can't you cannot be mad at Naughty Dog for anything. You know. It's good that there are still a lot of gamers Who are going to support Naughty Dog by picking up The Last of Us 2 I'm, I'm planning to Do hopefully within a week and a half I'm trying to run through the whole first game So I can be ready for The Last of Us 2 Um And it, it just it, it just we got to be better You know I even put on I even put on my uh, Twitter page I was just like come on everybody Let's play video games and be better To all um because we we got to do that. We cannot be mad and be upset. If you don't want to, if you think, feel like you know everything about The Last of 2, great for you. Don't play, don't buy the game. Yeah. Don't spoil it for people who are planning to buy it and ready to play the game. Because what if Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2 got spoiled? Y'all would be, y'all would be pissed off at the person who leaked it and not Nintendo. Mm-hmm. So you can't do that to Naughty Dog. And you can't you cannot outburst your anger. You're going to buy the game or you're not.
0: Yeah. No, I, I I hear exactly what you're saying. You know, Jesse and I talked a lot about it on Boss Rush this week uh, where, you know, it just, it just sucks for something that they've been working on for, what, six or seven years at this point almost yeah. and for some, you know, idiot, you know, to, to just take, old files and leak them out i mean granted you know old files are old files but that doesn't mean they haven't been working on it and that some of that if not all of it is still in the game you know and i haven't i haven't been looking for leaks or anything right like as i'm mean not either. a like even though I'm, i don't really care about the game i, I do kind of plan on playing it eventually and i don't want to be spoiled right like spoilers suck right. you know uh, but at the same time it's just kind of like don't be a jerk, you know, don't be don't be that guy. And now, like, this... Th- now that Sony has kind of found out who it is and, and, you know, what they plan on doing to this person, like, this person is just not going to have a... Whatever the rest of this person's life looks like is not going to be great. So, right. uh, you know, you not only did harm to uh, the game and the people who have worked on it for so long and, you know, all the companies involved, but you are... You are in a not in a position to do anything else the rest of your life, you know. So right, uh, and, and
1: and like like I said, you know, yes, we are into the podcast and. Regardless of what I say for my opinion about Nintendo. I do my best to be fair to Microsoft and Sony because I respect them as companies and I respect the games and the hard work that go to them and buy them. I wouldn't have the opinions if I didn't go out and support them and buy their games. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I got nothing against PlayStation now. I got nothing against Game Pass when a game comes out whether it's physical or digital i put my full money in because i believe in that game i want to see what they have to offer and i want to see what experience they're going to give me whether it's good or bad because i know a lot of people came together and put hours and time and and sacrifice a lot of the stuff that they normally would be doing to make this product for us as gaming communities Mm -hmm. so i i I feel I feel heartbroken because we need to be better now hopefully in time people do become better than that Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm like I said, I'm excited to talk about power block. I'm excited to continue the game on my PlayStation and game on my Xbox so um, You know for the boss rush community you guys been great, you know, I haven't I haven't heard or seen anything any negative comments or any leaks or whatever um, you guys, this really been great, but if you guys are to have a PlayStation and still looking forward to Last of Us 2, I really do hope that you guys support it. Even if you're not going to get the game, the day of release, wish Naughty Dog congratulations on the release of their game. It's always good when sometimes a big game get released, and even if you're not buying it, let them know that, hey, thank you guys for putting all the work in to release this game. Congratulations. Congratulate sometimes a good company, you know, because they've been through some ups and downs. And I think hopefully The Last of Us 2 is successful, which I think it is. Yeah. The, problem, the thing is, like, I
0: got to hurry up and be it because the Ghost of Tsushima
1: come out on the 17th of July. Not just like, oh, dang it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's, I mean, that's something I want to talk about on, on Boss Rush next week is like, you know, is The Last of Us and Ghost of Tsushima too close to each other? But, uh you know, I mean we're kind of in our Nintendo segment right now, uh, obviously, but you know, The Last of Us is you know, even though like we're not like super hyped for it, right, it's still a lot of people's most anticipated game of the year right now. Yeah. And uh you know, it just, just it just sucks that people going to look for information on the game, whether they know these leaks are out there or not, might stumble across them and you know, the game's gonna get spoiled for them. You know, and it yeah. just it's it's just it just sucks, man.
1: Right, and Sony needs like I don't feel like they're close to each other. I think Sony needs to to make up the time for for them being proud by PlayStation Five and not really having any first party first party titles really come out. The Alien, no, the Predator game that might be good. I haven't heard much, but I know people have been playing it. Um, but I, but I mean that's just me. Uh, for right now, because right, pretty like I said, pretty much right now, once again, half the year belongs to Nintendo. Microsoft is trying to, Microsoft is trying to get their marketing and everything they need for Series X. That's their main priority. Sony's trying to do the same thing, but they had a few winches thrown in their plans. So they could try to get that ready. Right now, Nintendo and maybe PC. Is taking the charge to get people something that they need at this time, and if if Sony and Microsoft come in and they crush it, and Nintendo kind of you know fall back and try to work on their stuff, it's still going to be a good thing for Nintendo and gaming in general because it's going to be like, okay, yes, you guys are working on some stuff, and we're happy to work because you got the three games we want: Breath of the Wild, Breath of the Wild Two, Bayonetta Three. And uh, Metro Prime Four,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then whatever you want to do after that is all up to you guys.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, but the other thing, you know, just to get out of the negative space for a while, for a minute, uh, mm-hmm. before we get into the real show, what did you think of the Assassin's Creed Valhalla reveal?
1: Um. So, I
0: I know how I felt, but you weren't there when jesse and i were talking about it so (laughs) yeah
1: um i'm i'm excited for where where they're going with it um i was kind of disappointed in i guess to reveal because i thought there was going to be some gameplay for it i was hoping
0: um well there is on thursday they said they're saving their gameplay for the xbox series x reveal game reveal stuff so um
1: I kind of feel like, oh, this feels like it's going to be For Honor. Something about For Honor, and the, I guess the cutscene really made it. um And then when he was just like, uh, Odin is watching over us and stuff. And I'm like, this doesn't feel nothing Assassin's Creed, but I think it's going to work. Um,. Just I like, mean, ooh, the boy. last
0: two games really didn't feel like Assassin's Creed either. Though, so. <laughs> I mean, you said you're playing Origins right now a little bit, yeah. And yeah. I'm playing obviously and on <laughs> I'm playing Odyssey a lot <laughs> right now. And, uh,
1: and, and and that's why the TV just like, ooh Odyssey seems different now that I'm playing on this 4K TV. Uh, and that no or Origins. And that's why I texted you. i just like, I might have to buy Odyssey when this on sale. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Oh, uh, I think uh, I think this week a lot of those games are going to be on sale after the gameplay reveal to get because yeah. people will be excited for Assassin's Creed. I'm actually surprised they didn't have a sale this week uh to be honest after the reveal because yeah. I think a lot of people after watching that trailer would have just bought a ton of Assassin's Creed stuff, you know. I mean, I I uh I, I told you I got the uh uh Origins uh DLC cuz I want to play through yeah. that. And uh, I got the, I even got those side-scrolling chronicles games because <laughs> I did too. I have them uh, on. I
1: have them on one, uh, two. Um, yeah. Did I do two of them or just one? There's of three of them.
0: There's three of them. There's China, there's China, India, and Russia.
1: I think I got two of them. I'll have to check my one uh, later. Uh, I, but just like you, yeah. After watching that trailer, I'm like, okay, let me jump back into Assassin's Creed um and see and i was just like yeah i'm like i'm a little bit hooked back on it um still some i'm like man i gotta remember some of the gameplay stuff because i'm just like i was trying to do some prince of Persia stuff and just like this game is not prince of Persia. i can't flip overall yeah. and
0: everything you can't um, odyssey though odyssey is like mm-hmm. like even though they're structured similarly right like yeah I I remember I, I loaded up Origins because I was like I want to see how Origins feels compared to Odyssey and like Origins is definitely heavier and I went to jump off like a cliff to land on the ground below yeah just so I could get there faster and in Odyssey after you hit like level 15 or something you can upgrade to that stat to like you can jump from high places and not take damage like that's a yeah. part of the upgrade tree I died in Origins, because I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot. uh, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it definitely uh, feels a lot different.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and it kind of, I was just like, looking at Origins, because I haven't hooked up my PS4 uh, to do it. Uh, That's why I want to hook it up to my one. Looking at it, I'm just like, yeah, Odyssey is very colorful, and it stands out. Origins, like, if you're not playing on 4K, it looks fine, but then we you are i'm like oh this looks a little bit bland and i think it's because of the color palette you being in a desert which i can understand um but yeah i i'm excited for valhalla i'm going to be getting it uh hopefully i'll get have my series x and i'll play it there um it's nice that they're doing the uh where are they what are they calling it now
0: is it play anywhere or uh it's did they give a name for it it's i I mean it's still play anywhere but the. are you talking just specifically about assassin's creed valhalla
1: yeah like if you buy for xbox uh one you could uh
0: oh it's they're just it's just the smart delivery stuff
1: smart delivery. okay so
0: yeah so i I didn't know i didn't know
1: what the name was for that
0: is really smart that xbox or they got that out of the way for xbox and that's now the second third party game that's confirmed that uh Obviously, Cyberpunk was the first, but uh, nothing confirmed for PlayStation on that front, by the way.
1: Wouldn't that that actually be, well, second for third party, but I'm assuming that's the third game. Because I'm like, wouldn't that be the same thing for Gears 5?
0: Well, I'm talking about third party games. Oh, well, yeah, that's what I said. They confirmed all first party games are going to be smart delivery.
1: Okay. So. So, Okay. Yeah. That's that's why I said uh, like I was trying to say third like in general in total that we know of, um, but knowing that they'll do it for all of their games, okay. That, yeah, that I understand. But yeah, um, doing that for Ubisoft, um, it just makes sense. Yeah, because um, I, I think what you just pop in your Xbox One copy and I guess it just updates.
0: Yeah, it's like, so, it's similar to what they're doing for backwards compatible stuff too. It's like mm-hmm. if if you know your game, they're gonna just have it have that software ready to go so if you pop in whatever game you have you're going to get the best possible version of that game let's uh let's uh let's see <laughs> little little technical difficulties it's all right you know what it's all right it'll be back on uh, a normal computer momentarily but until then let's get into some of this housekeeping this is nintendo power block each and every week edward and i come to you live right here on boss rush games live on twitch and mixer to talk about the latest news rumors releases and your questions if you can't join us live no big deal you can head on over to youtube.com slash boss rush games and podcast services every saturday morning remember to like subscribe share rate and review and check it all check out all of our content on boss rush Ed, we have a giveaway. It's our second giveaway uh, for episode 195, which is next week leading up to our huge celebration of episode 200. The rules are simple. Email the show at nintendopodblock at gmail.com with a screenshot of your podcast subscription and episode you're listening to, a screenshot of your rating and review of us on Apple Podcasts will grant you a second entry. Ed, remind everybody what they could be winning next week
1: you could be winning a hard case of the legend of zelda breath of the wild for your nintendo switch you could win overwatch for nintendo switch and a full year of nintendo online
0: yeah, yeah. yes yes nintendo online and overwatch incredible incredible deal and a nice zelda case yeah Ed, and can, can i enter to friend. win <laughs> <laughs> Uh Sure. Yes, you yeah. Nice. Nice. Just kidding, guys. I'm not really going to enter to win. But it would be... I, I've been playing around with the idea of Overwatch on Switch just to play something you know, mindless. Well, m- not mindless. Mindless is the wrong word, but you know what I mean. Just kind of one or two matches and then go to bed. But I have so many other games on Switch right now that I, I could just do that anyway. <laughs> so. uh But Ed how's how's your technical side going can we keep should we keep going should we get through this first news story here
1: uh let's take a break because uh and then we'll get into the news story my skype is up and about to come on and i'm going to hop on so let's
0: we're going to take a quick break but we'll be right back with the news right after this We're going to get into some of this news, Ed. Uh, First off, uh, a little little bit of happy news here before we get into this uh, (laughs) negative piece of news. Uh, I didn't send this to you, but I just found it. Uh, Games I want ported to Nintendo Switch Twitter hashtag has gone viral in Japan. Uh, I just want to... Yeah, I've seen that. (laughs) Yeah, I just want to lead off with some uh, titles suggested, the leading titles on this hashtag in Japan. Uh, Metroid Fusion, Metroid Zero Mission, Xenoblade Chronicles X, Star Fox Assault, Star Fox Zero, Baton Katos, and Baton Katos Origins, uh, Skies of Arcadia Legends, uh, Arc Rise Fantasia. I don't know what that is. Do you know what that is? Arc
1: Rise Fantasia. Yeah, I do. But it's been a long time since I've seen it.
0: Yeah. Uh, Phantasy Star Online. Uh, Armored Core, Super Mario Sunshine, Super Mario sixty four, F Zero GX, Star Fox uh, Adventure. Ooh, that's a that's a decent one. Uh, the Legend of Zelda, uh, Skyward Sword. The Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. The Legend of Zelda Wind Waker, <laughs> HD. Uh, Golden Sun. Uh, there's three or four titles there. Uh, Disney Universe, surprisingly. Is one of them. Uh, I think it was that it was like a multiplayer game, kind of like Little Big Planet before Disney Infinity took off, where you kind of had your own little uh, characters that you could dress up in Disney costumes. Uh, Ah,
1: gotcha.
0: Uh, Wipe out the game, Uh, Super Mario 3D World, Super Mario Galaxy One and Two. Also, uh, Fire Emblem Awakening, Fire Emblem Fates portal one and two dishonored one and two fallout three new vegas and four with all dlc on cart please uh that's all trending in japan so that was a that was a happy piece of news there what do you think about that list i think that's a pretty good list i mean uh, obviously the there's great... a lot more but
1: yeah what a great list when you mention armor cord i'm like hey i'm to never came to the Nintendo console but no, they do got david next Machina. yeah just saying i can
0: see a... it happen i can see it yeah so that's, uh, that's a pretty good, uh, pretty good list there. So yes, uh, but I just I thought that was pretty interesting that that hashtag was trending in Japan of all places. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but anyways, let's get into this next piece of news here. This is this one's a much bigger deal. Uh, massive Nintendo leak reveals all about the Wii generation source code, design files, and much, much more. Uh, also includes footage of Nintendo sixty four demos, uh, which have surfaced online. Uh, Yeah, this is, uh, this is a pretty big leak uh, There's apparently been another massive Nintendo leak uh, I, We didn't talk about it, but uh, a bunch of Nintendo accounts got hacked last week With unauthorized mm. uh, sign-ins So you can no longer sign into your Nintendo account with your Nintendo Network ID You must sign in with a secure email address uh, And they also uh, have two, two-point authentication set up That you should probably do if you haven't already uh, but there's apparently been another massive Nintendo leak, but there's no need to worry about it spoiling the surprise for anyone, as the findings have nothing to do with Japanese companies' current generation of gaming. Uh, Reset area user by the name of Ethereus uh, explains what exactly all the fuss is about. Uh, quote, As, As you may be aware in the last few weeks in 4chan multiple Nintendo-related old things, have been leaking, starting with old Pokemon debug ROMs and source code. Uh, that was also another interesting thing we never talked about. The uh, apparent fourth uh, original Pokemon game, Pokemon Pink, mm-hmm. uh, apparently leaked. Uh, uh, let's see. Old Pokemon debug roms, ROMs and source code, then the most recent 3DS debug ROMs, uh, then keys for all consoles up until the DSi... And now the biggest of them all, a full source code, design files, documentation, and pretty much e- everything used to create uh, the revolution, a.k.a. the Wii. Uh, so how did this happen? The servers of uh, brought on were supposedly hacked. This company was hired by Nintendo during the Wii generation to develop both hardware and software. The same post goes on to explain how, quote, the biggest and craziest thing about the leak are the data sheets, block di- uh, diagram, the Verilog files, and for every component. Uh, so they pretty much could break down the Wii to, uh, down to the it- most, you know, microscopic piece of, of software and hardware, uh, right yeah. down to the numbers. So pretty big, pretty big stuff. Uh, there's even some, quote, GameCube and IQ stuff, uh Within the same leak, and below is footage of one of many Nintendo 64 demos that have now been uploaded online. This is believed to be a demo ROM used by Nintendo to test the system. Uh, it's called Mirror House Cornflakes. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, I don't know if you watched that demo, but it's pretty stupid. <laughs> I'm so glad this game does not exist. So, uh, pretty massive leak. Uh, I'm, I can't, i can not like this. Just sounds very un Nintendo you know
1: some people have been at home bored so they've probably been trying to hack stuff to see what they could get and what they can't get since would really nobody at the building to like stop it or anything
0: yeah uh do you think this is a big deal i mean do you think this is a what do you i mean what do you how do you feel about this do you think this is Mm. something to worry about or
1: i i don't have a feeling you know it's nothing for me to really worry about or even nintendo should worry about um because like yeah you hacked in and you got old information um but
0: i mean this information is 15 years old at this point
1: right i'm
0: saying the wii is 15 years old but
1: right and Nintendo's just like you know We'll find whoever we need to find and sue the tell off for of, of them. Like, but I'm like, you hacked in and got old data. Like, don't nobody play a GameCube. And by the time the specs came out for these original systems, someone like Digital Foundry could have got those specs and built a PC that would run the same thing or even better. So it's just like, yeah, you hacked in, got some old stuff, and yeah, N64 demo. But I'm just like a lot of people don't think about those systems anymore because of how Switch is doing, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, so, I'm like, uh, I think Nintendo's gonna be find, looking for who who hacked them, and they're gonna go after that person, and, you know, that would be that. But I'm, I don't think Nintendo needs to worry about anything, because I'm like, the people who tried to sue them, they lost. Nintendo won everything with that, so... Yeah. i think it i think they i think panasonic the panasonic one i think they lost or uh but i think that we they got that one overturned if not uh dan that would be the only one that they lost um but i think they got i think they got
0: that one overturned though yeah so it's not a, it's not such a big deal. i mean to me this just is the next step of like emulation and, and ROMs and stuff, you know I mean? That uh, people are playing Nintendo 64 games and HD GameCube games on the Dolphin emulator. Right. And like, right. I mean, this is the, the, Wii is just a logical next step anyway. You know I mean? People have been trying to hack the Wii for years and try to get their source code online. And this is just, you know, somebody, <laughs> somebody just did it. So.
1: Right. Like I can understand it being beneficial to, um, other countries outside america who uh they if they're not just getting a weed or trying to get something that's modern that they're not just selling it uh i can understand that but like here in america nah, we we're put push, we pushed on from that
0: yeah so i mean it's it is what it is i guess but right Uh, i mean if it gets worse obviously we'll talk about it more but we're gonna move on to our next story now ed um since it's star wars week it's star wars day if you're listening to this live uh but it is star wars week may the 4th obviously and Fortnite is at it again uh bringing back lightsabers and the star wars skins for a limited time cool cool little thing but uh as you know as people know Fortnite is still one of the biggest games in the world, and they are going to uh, be a part of all pop culture things that are happening. (laughs) So, I mean... Yeah. You know, I mean, they have the Avengers stuff. They had some uh, DC stuff recently with the Birds of Prey movie, and and now Star Wars is back. Uh, I think the new movie was released on Disney+, Plus, so I think Son and I are going to watch it this weekend. But, Uh, yeah, you can... Sorry. Oh, I was thinking of Birds of Prey. I'm like, is that on DVD now, Blu-ray? Uh I think so. I think they're releasing it early. It's at least on digital. I know that. Okay. So,
1: so I was uh, just like, I was that I'm like, I've been at Target and I haven't seen this movie. I'm like, where's it at?
0: <laughs> yeah. So in case you need a refresher on this on this uh, Star Wars event, you can get Ray Kylo Ren and Sith Trooper outfits. You can also uh, find four different colored lightsabers on the field, so uh, you know green, red, blue, and purple. So, also in terms of, of Star Wars uh, releases, a lot of Star Wars games are on sale on the Switch eShop, including uh, Jedi Academy, Jedi Knight 2, Jedi Outcast, and Star Wars Pinball. Uh, next week, Star Wars Episode One Racer comes out. So that's all your, that's all your latest star Wars news here in Fortnite news, <laughs> all wrapped up in one top Lego star Wars, the Skywalker saga is coming to the switch as well as the other platforms. And it seems to be pretty ambitious. Uh, they released some new art today, as well as confirming that you can play as over 500 characters and they are, uh, they are redoing a lot of the, uh, Assets and a lot of the original games that came out are they're they're really rebuilding them from the ground up and actually expanding on them. Uh, so I I think this is going to be a pretty big uh, game for them. I'm actually kind of excited for this one. Uh, I'm not really huge on the Lego games. There's a few that I've gotten into. Uh, mm-hmm. I really enjoy the Pirates game, uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean one, and I really enjoyed the. Uh, uh, Indiana Jones ones for sure, but I mean, I it's 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 just one of those things that's hit or miss, you know. Like I didn't really care for the Marvel ones, but I'm also not a big Marvel guy, right? So yeah, uh, it's just it's one of those things. It's kind of like the Telltale games, right? Like you play the ones that you're interested in, and you kind of skip the ones that you don't care for. Uh, so what? I mean, are you gonna pick up this one? Are I mean, are you? I. I get lost
1: in the Lego games because I'm like, what am I really doing? Like what is my goal or mission? You know, I'll I'll check everywhere to get all the Lego pieces and stuff and then be like, You are only at ninety two percent. I'm like, what the heck? Uh, so this one I, I can skip. Um uh, it's not I, I don't own any of the Lego games or anything like that. Uh I think the only one that I do own uh was the Lego City one that got ported from wii u to switch mm-hmm. i think that's the only one that i own uh other than that nah, nah, i i could pass
0: no i i understand i mean the lego games aren't for everybody but they're obviously you know kind of aimed towards younger children but uh still something... which is
1: which is funny because people used to buy those games for the strategy guy and i'm like you need a strategy guy for this
0: nah. i mean you gotta you gotta collect those 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 studs you know you gotta the kids can't characters. read That's not my fault i didn't i didn't
1: <laughs> i just say i'm like you find a strategy guy for a kid who can't read yeah I,
0: I don't know man i didn't make this up i'm just telling you what's happening so, i'm just saying <laughs> i'm just here to deliver the news ed okay i'm just i'm just i'm just here to to talk about games and this was something that came up so <laughs> i know just saying so, if you're looking forward to the Skywalker Saga, uh, was there a real estate? Did we... Yeah, it's coming out soon. You'll buy it when it comes out. Or when there's a sale. I don't know. So, Today we're gonna get into our last story here on the news. Uh, not really a big news story, but still something worth checking out. The, uh, Nintendo, uh leaked uh, more leaked documents, more leaked documents show why Nintendo uses friend codes instead of screen names. One of the more noticeable differences when playing online on a Nintendo console, as opposed to its rival systems, uh, is the lack of screen names. Whereas Xbox lobby is full and brim of people called, uh, you know, XOX, dark destroyer, seven, eight, two, and the like Nintendo play players are forced to remain rather plain with a friend code, uh, with a system in place of unique and player-designed usernames. Uh, There are pros and cons of Nintendo's methods for sure, but to dig out the random 12-digit code every time a friend wants to add you gets a little tiresome, especially when you can simply search by your friend's names on the other consoles. Uh, So there's a big uh, doc here that says, The Friend Code. To realize this friend function, 12-digit friend codes are used... uh, at first, there were opinions that instead of 12-digit numbers, a freely chosen screen name would be better. Problems with using screen names include there's a high prob- probability of duplicate screen names. When this happens, multiple re-entries are required. Conflicts with, quote, simple principle. It's possible to guess, uh, to guess someone's screen name by trying different variations of their actual name. Uh, <laughs> it conflicts with the comfortable principle. Uh, so these are Nintendo developer notes, and this looks like a 2003, uh, <laughs> uh, PowerPoint presentations. Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, so essentially Nintendo wanted, uh, a simple and comfortable principle when putting these things on the Wii, and that's why we saw friend codes today, so.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I, and I
1: awesome. know they, I know, you know, they just want to make it more safety and more secure. Um. You don't want, uh. You, you kind of don't want, uh. Uh. What? Uh. Swatting to happen and stuff. And you don't want different people fighting out, you know, your name. And then you get threatened and things like that. I think at that time, there was a lot of bad and negative stuff with online gaming from different people. And I think Nintendo's just like, we don't want to be having that for our platform um, because, you know, we want to make games for everybody, but we want stuff to be safe. Yes, it is. It is annoying for some things, but I'm like, we rather be safe and annoying than just easy and about and then have all of these problems.
0: Yeah, I mean, I still think the friend code is pretty annoying, but I, I mean, at the same time, you know, I, I guess if you really want to be friends bad enough with somebody, you're going to dig it out. But the the more the thing that's most annoying to me is like how you just can't have like a party system and stuff like the friend code is like the least of my worries when it comes to Nintendo online. So, well, Ed, that ends ends the news section. We're going to get into the eShop drop as always, Ed, we're going yes. to start with you
1: Ah yes. Well we have Star Wars Episode One Racer coming up May twelfth. Now this is Pod Racing. The nineties classic Star Wars Episode One Racer is coming to Nintendo Switch and PlayStation 4, complete with modernized controls, Lucasfilm and developer Aspire announced uh, today or that's the way that I'll read it. A beloved racing title based on the Proud Racing sequence from Star Wars. Defensive Menace Star Wars Episode 1 Racer puts you behind the controls of your favorite pot racer as you speed through flaming methane lakes, Tuscan Raider assaults, anti-gravity tunnels, and much more in a postponed, do-or-die fight to the finish line. Uh-huh. Hmm.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Super Mega Baseball 3 comes out May 13th. Run up the score in a relaxed slugfest or push the limits of your reflexes in this refined baseball simulator. The third entry in the series features an all-new franchise mode, major graphical enhancements, and on-field additions including pickoffs and situational player traits.
1: Eon Furry is coming out May 14th. 3D and Realms creator of, creators of Duke Nukem 3D, Prey, and Max Payne are excited to team up with Vo- Voidpoint to bring back the legendary build engine, famously known for classic first-person first person shooters like Duke Nukem 3D, Shadow Warrior, and Blood.
0: Eon Furry is the real deal. Oh, well, you know, it's not the real deal, that description. They said Duke Nukem 3D, I think, three times in one sentence. <laughs> so, uh, Last on the eShop drop this uh, this coming week is Oddworld Munch's Odyssey, coming out May 14th. Players guide uh, Mudokon champion Abe and his aquatic Gabit partner Munch in Oddworld's third adventure, Using special psychic powers, cool power-ups, and other special abilities to deliver payback as they reclaim the last Gambit eggs on Oddworld, which have been packaged in a can of gabiar. But we're going to get into our question block. Remember, you can email the show at nintendopowblock at gmail.com for your question to be read on the air. Just like Matt Saigon? Saigon? Sagon. Uh Hello, guys. I just found your show through my quarantine, and I'm really enjoying what you all are doing. Another great Nintendo show to keep in my rotation. My question is, how do you think Nintendo is going to approach Nintendo Directs for the remainder of the year? Thanks for the good stuff. Uh, I
1: think uh, the way that they've been doing it, I think we probably won't have uh, a person like there to like visit DC and announce it. Um, we might still get developers who might shoot something at their home or something like that and then like send it to Nintendo for them to edit uh, they're probably still I like how they was doing it where it's the bar thing like it was the list coming down uh, and they were showing what was next and stuff I kind of like what they was doing with that uh, I think they're just going to be giving us announcement to announcement to announcement and it's going to still be, like, be 25 to 30 minutes um, so I don't think they're going to change anything. Um, I think they're still going to run it out like it's just like a regular Nintendo Direct that we've been known for. Uh, I mean that they've been known for. So,
0: yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I think I think you're right. I think the Nintendo Direct Minis are going to be more of a staple. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, kind of getting between twenty and thirty minutes of information every f- couple months instead of you know a big drop. I know that the, the there's a rumor going around. We didn't touch on it in the news because there's no real source to it, but that Nintendo won't have a June Direct, uh, where they would have one at E3. So, uh, you know, I feel like maybe they'll have one, either towards the end of May or towards the end of June or beginning of July, just to give a give us a quick look at their fall lineup. I mean, we know games that are coming out through July at this point. Yes. So, I mean, they really don't need a Direct, but it would be nice to have one, you know, sometime in July, beginning of August, to lay out their fall plans. Uh, just because we don't really know what's coming out after July. You know, uh, it's just... Uh, I, w- I would really like to know what to be excited for this fall. And I know they might go light this fall. They're either going to go really light this fall, like with the Mario 35th anniversary stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. not that that's light stuff, but... Uh, you know, or they're going to bring some heavy hitters to try to compete with Xbox and PlayStation. I think it's going to be the former. I think a thirty-fifth anniversary stuff uh, is going to be a, a a big smash hit. You know, I think a lot of people have a lot of fondness for Mario sixty-four and Mario Galaxy specifically. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also am uh, am looking forward to Mario three D World if that ends up coming. But
1: uh, yeah. possibility,
0: we make it more EA stuff
1: and i think if ea can bring more games to switch i think it'll be very interesting now, of course we're going to get ports and first party games i mean yeah first party games and we'll get some indie games and stuff um yeah i think we're going to
0: see oh sorry oh no no go ahead oh i think we're going to see some some third party ports of of stuff like mm-hmm. like you said from ea and uh there was a small rumor floating around that assassin's creed uh Ezio collection is gonna come to, to switch as well. Uh, I mean that that makes sense, right? Two years ago we got Assassin's Creed three remastered. Yes. Last year we got the, the Rogue collection. I mean if you're gonna put older game that that series on Switch, I think the older games is the way to go. So uh, Actually, and, they, I... and everybody oh. everybody likes the likes Ezio in that collection, so
1: Yeah. Um, I'm kind of, you know, I think Capcom and Konami will have something. I think Bandai Namco will have something. I think we'll get our Japanese games, but for our American developers, I think Bethesda probably will be ready to go with Doom Eternal, uh, because we don't have a concrete date for that. Um, That may be one of the leading games for the fall, because I don't feel like it's the right time to bring that game in the summer. Yeah, I think.
0: Well, speaking of Bethesda, I think that you could see a fallout port similar Mm, to this because uh iron galaxy has been kind of quiet recently they did the uh skyrim port and they also did uh they did something else fairly recently also uh not for bethesda but for uh uh, who did they do it for i forget they did something very recently for switch that was pretty well received as a good port so Mm. i think i think you could see them port one of the fallout games i'm assuming three or New Vegas uh, probably three I'm assuming because uh, Bethesda I mean they've been very uh, unaccepting of how well everybody likes New Vegas since it was obsidian and not them right mm-hmm. and I think I think four is too big of a game for them to push on the, on the switch so I think Fallout 3 is actually a good candidate for them to, to port over.
1: Yeah, I think we'll probably get uh, definitely limited run games, Nicholas games. I think we'll see some more arcade arcade archives, but for games that we've never heard of, and yeah. arcade games that that bit in Japan that should become that be coming over here. Well, there's been uh,
0: there's been some SNK uh, game Neo Geo Pocket Color games making their mm-hmm. way over to Switch, so it'd be really interesting to see those companies bring those games over too. You know.
1: I, I I have a feeling like if Nintendo and Konami could just talk I'm like bring Silent Hill to Switch because I think with the with the HD rumble I think they really could I'm like if you could fuse Silent Hill and Metroid Prime together uh, more Metroid Prime 3 than anything else like doing the hand stuff with the or gestures with the With that, I really think that That could be Really creepy Um, And I think a lot of people would be like What is this craziness Well, it's a Sunday Hill game, so I'll try it You know, no It don't have to be a Pajiko game But I'm like, really bring Like, really bring something Konami to Switch, because I think people Are I think people are willing to be like Oh, Konami got something on Switch, I'll buy it there You know
0: Sorry, my mic was muted. That cat decided to poop right now. So Um oh. There has there I mean there's been a few rumored uh games out there, like obviously Atlas's is uh, a big library, you know, they asked <laughs> what games you wanted and oh, magically Catherine appeared on this on the Switch's uh uh catalogue for, for this year. So uh but there's some Bigger indie games that I think people want to see, like like Outer Wilds, was a pretty big hit on Xbox and PlayStation. Uh, Near Automata has been rumored for a while. Uh, Persona, I mean, I know everybody wants Persona Five, right? Uh, yeah. So I mean, there, there's some pretty big Japanese games probably coming. I know Disco Elysium is going to be a pretty big game this year. Yeah, uh, that's going to be big. There's like there's
1: stuff from the PC E3 show that. That haven't appeared yet that people would love to see on Switch, or some of them that that is coming out to come to Switch. I, w- I as crazy as it sounds, I would love to see Remnant from the Ashes on Switch. Mm-hmm. I, w- I will, I be buying it again. I think people will be like, "Oh, this is another Souls game," because it's not, it's yeah, it's graphically okay, but it's not too impressive or anything. But I think a lot of people will play it there. Um, also because it was where we see so I'm just like well why not you know mm-hmm. uh, to, to bring it there so I think like I said there's going to be some ports arcade games and there's some first party stuff and, there, and what they did with Good Job how Nintendo published some indie games I would love to see more of that that they reached out and published some indie titles
0: with, with some or let indie indie game indie developers work on their IP. I mean, look how yeah. well, look how well cadence viral did, right? Like yeah. that was such a cool, smart little thing that they did. Yeah. Um, so also another big one that is, is rumored. Uh, I don't know how likely it is, but, uh, respawn is assessing their titles to put on switch right now in the, the leading one right now is Apex Legends, uh, so uh, they also mentioned Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order on here. But I think that game is pretty. Uh, I don't know. Actually, I could actually see Jedi Fallen Order on Switch m- more than something like Titanfall. Although I think Titanfall Two would be preferred. Uh, yeah. At this point, but we'll see. Uh, so I'm just I'm I'm scrolling through the Nintendo Life list of ports they want to see, uh, but. Yeah, I think I think Nintendo's got a pretty strong year ahead of them in terms of third parties and and indies and stuff. I just want to know what their first party's putting out. So hey,
1: and people will still people will still hold the Nintendo directs higher than anything else.
0: Yeah. So, uh, our last question here comes from Greg Osterman III. He asks, "What do you think will happen uh, with announcements this summer without E3, Gamescom, and PAX?" What do you see from all companies? Uh, I mean, I think I think Jesse Jesse and I talked about this actually. Uh, on the Jeff Arsenal, thing? on Arsenal X. Uh, no, we were talking about how inside the I really liked the last Inside Xbox because it cut out all the things I hated about it—the overproduced kind of yeah acting, uh, like the acted hype and stuff. Like it cut all that out, and it just felt way more real and natural. at home and, and yeah natural is a great word for it uh and like that's what i really loved about it and i think this is an opportunity for someone like Xbox to really hone that in and really deliver uh a really quality uh uh connected experience for that uh, mm-hmm. i i think Xbox is, has the strongest uh i think like I told Jesse, I think Xbox has is in a perfect storm right now where everything is going their way. They have Game Pass. They have and, strong third-party support. They have uh, a new Halo game for launch. They have an awesome and, Hellblade game coming. Like,
1: and, and like I, was, I I said in the chat when I, when you guys were talking, I was at work and I was sitting yeah. in the chat. Stuff. I was just like, it's it's not that it's working in their favor. Xbox need this. I mean, they need it because they need to stay... They need to stay present. They need to stay in the mind that you know, yes, we do have a system come out, but we want to make sure that our marketing stays up, so that you guys keep talking about us and get being interested in what we have to, what we have for you guys. Because the moment they stop talk, the moment they stop marketing and they stop talking, it becomes some Everybody's gonna be like, "Well, what is Microsoft up to?" I mean, they were talking in the beginning of the year, and now they're not saying nothing. You know, so Microsoft got to keep that rolling. They're doing a, I agree with you, they're doing a fantastic job. You know, definitely with Game Pass, we're talking about Series X. What they did with Digital Foundry was one of the smartest things they did this year, marketing-wise, to get that system out, teaming up with them and noticing the work that they put in to be like, yeah, if we put this, if we work with Digital Foundry to get our marketing stuff out, they would be better to explain it and people would tune in more to them uh than anything else because without a shadow of a doubt every time you see a, g- a game come out for nintendo or even a game come out everybody's looking at digital foundry now mm-hmm. like oh how popular they have become so it was smart for microsoft to do that and so hopefully sony does the same thing get to digital foundry and get to talking and stuff uh yeah like mark i think marcus uh, i think for nintendo right now uh and with you know no e3 no pax no none of that um when when pax was happening i, I the last time they had PAX, and everybody was just hoping that we get news out nobody was talking about any video game news out of packs mm-hmm. we, we had nothing so nintendo's direct is re3 like i said every year um si xbox is going to be what what microsoft needs and definitely with their uh like the weekly roundup thing that they be doing almost every friday or something now on, on xbox you know that would keep us informed on stuff that's coming hopefully like once state of play like really gets the run for sony they could roll that out more frequently um, and we can get information right there. Just because we don't have the conventions doesn't mean that we're going to stop getting announcements and getting trailers and stuff. Um, it's just the way and how they're going to roll out. You know, we all we all see like a rumor or a leak because that ge- a certain game might appear on a store's list in a different country.
0: Yeah.
1: So. We get some kind of hype about that To be like uh, What are you guys hitting at if this is true You know That that Hypeness and stuff or I would say that rumor returned into a prediction So that's replacing our E3 predictions if it happens so, You know and We all like I said earlier like we, we all tune into a Nintendo Direct to see what are they Going to announce and hmm. if they announce something that is really unexpected, that's our E3. That's what we. That's kind of what we love about E3. We love to be surprised and be like, "Whoa, what the heck!" Like, still blown that Microsoft on Snitcher theory. Yep. That was way out of the blue. Yeah. No one would have predicted that. It's, it's stuff like that. Us seeing the Breath of the Wild 2 trailer, you know, seeing Control at uh, PlayStations um when they had it to be like, what the world is this? This is Remedy? Like, like stuff like that is what we're going to be looking for. And we kind of don't need, we don't need different conventions to relay that message. Uh, it would be good if, you know, getting that information from Germany, which is Gamescom. Tokyo uh, Game Show, which is definitely in Tokyo, in Japan, because they show us stuff that we don't know about. Uh, and definitely E3, where it is pretty much for us content creators to speculate and watch it together and make it feel like it's a community thing. We may not actually be at the show, but we are watching it live with everybody else and having that same reaction or different reactions.
0: Yeah. So, uh, I mean, yeah. I I totally hear. <laughs> sorry. You know, I I I can't agree more with what you're saying. Uh, by the way, uh, kind of not really breaking news, but EA announced about an hour ago that they are going to do EA Play Live 2020 digital showcase on June 11th. So, uh, we'll have that to look forward to, and that's uh, from. Nintendo enthusiast has tweeted that out, so that's uh maybe we'll see some Nintendo games from them, and that's that's what makes it exciting. Is like, yeah, th- Switch is getting great third party support, but the the support that they're getting, like you you can always be surprised what you're gonna get from third party support, right? Like, yes, I mean we got Doom one, two, and three. <laughs> this year and doom 64 yeah and doom 64 i mean that's who who would have ever thought that those games would be coming to switch right like we got bullet storm of all games you know <laughs> which i got on switch for 23.99 by the way on sale
1: <laughs> shoot like i said go check our reactions for doom
0: and Wolfenstein style 2 where we were just like wait what yeah uh and you know i mean it's there's gonna be a lot and there's going to be a lot of surprises. Like there's going to be games you would have never thought of in a million years come to Switch, right? Yes. And then there's going to be like the most obvious ones. So I don't know. I feel like I feel like this year is going to be a great year, and I can't wait to see what Switch is going to have for us. So right. Uh, Cause,
1: cause, and the last thing I say is because next year when things get back to normal or we get our conventions and stuff back. We're gonna be I think we're gonna be excited to have E3 come back.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean I'm I'm excited. You know, I I hope that we don't have another round of this coronavirus next year. Uh I hope, you know, everybody who's working hard trying to find something to fix this is uh is close. So Yeah. But we will we will see. Uh but this summer's gonna be really different. Ed and I are so gonna do some watch alongs and hang out and, and talk about what they're announcing and everything. So, uh, whether Nintendo has a direct in May, June, July, or August, obviously we're gonna, we're gonna watch them all. So, uh, but that's going to do it. That's going to be our episode of Nintendo power block, uh, kind of a short show for us this, this week, but nonetheless, uh, a good one. So, uh, Thank you to everybody who joined us live. If you are watching live, stay tuned. We're going to stream some indie games uh, for our Indie Masterclass show coming in June. So you can get a sneak peek of those if you want to continue to stick around. But if you are listening on podcast services, uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching on YouTube. Remember to like, subscribe, rate, review, share with your friends. It's always a good time. Uh, You can join us on Mixer and Twitch live every week. Uh, at Boss Rush Games Live. You can also watch us live on our website at bossrushgames.com slash subscribe, where you can also follow us on social media, download us from your favorite podcast service, stream us from Spotify or YouTube, all that good stuff. Uh, So, Ed, where can we find you?
1: You guys can find me on Twitter at ThatBretcherCo, and you can check out Optional Opinion on SoundCloud. And other podcast apps um, Also guys check out the Bosch Rush Games community page uh, We have placed our bookmarks For the book club for this month um, And I also have a video Up that you guys can check on Bosch Rush Games on our YouTube channel um, I do a playthrough Of the intro so you guys Can check that out um, It's about 58 minutes so hopefully you guys Watch it It interests you and you join us To play Control for this month
0: Yeah uh, you can find me at I am Coryn HD on Twitter uh, and Coryn HD on Mixer. You can also find us both on the Boss Rush podcast and uh, download our Xbox show Arsenal X. Uh, you can find all of our content on BossRushGames.com. You can also subscribe to our YouTube page at YouTube.com dot slash Boss Games and follow us on Twitter at PowBlock Podcasts. Uh, yes. gonna keep forgetting that that exists, so keep keep <laughs> going over there and. Check out what's new! Uh, thank you guys so much for watching and/or listening. And until next week, we love you.
1: Bye, everybody! Woohoo!